Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Randy Abbott and Valerie Hayes. Hi, I'm Randy Abbott. Hey, Valerie Hayes. Good to see you, Val. So today we're talking about being overwhelmed by God. Is that correct? Uh, we're, we're talking, you know, the topics are just endless when it comes to God. You can't, right. I mean, there's so many, but yeah, my focus tonight is really on one, um, how apart from him, nothing is really going to go very well in our mm-hmm. lives. But in him, things are still not going to go well in our lives, but it's going to be okay. Okay. And so um, I think I'd like to focus a little bit of time on just um, who he is, who the Father is, and what he did for us through Jesus, and what delights his heart. Wow. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So I think to start... I'd like to do a Bebo Norman song. It's 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 an oldie, not too old, but it's an oldie, uh, and it just speaks to that. Really, apart from um, apart from him, there's really nothing that we bring. You know, we really have nothing on our own. And and I know we've talked about before that that there are things that we can do in the flesh, but what I really desire is to bring delight to my Father. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, His Word says delight yourself in him and he will give you the desires of your heart that is what i want i want to delight my father i don't want to do things in the flesh i want to do it in the spirit for him and i know that when i do that the desires of my heart are going to be his desires and all is all will be well i like it yeah So 
Let it glorify all that you are worth. For I am nothing, oh God, I am nothing without you. Val, do you think maybe when Bebo wrote that song, he was thinking, praying through John 15? Maybe, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, here's Jesus talking to the boys, the disciples. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so that they grow and produce even more fruit. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Mm-hmm. How good is that? That's the NLT version. That's amen. I think I've added a couple of words to that, but you That's get the point. Good. Is that so good? It's so good. So true, too, because, again, um, we can do anything we want in our own strength and in our own knowledge, and and we might even be successful. We might even enjoy the ride, but... As a follower of Jesus and, and really fully understanding what he did, what the Father did by sending Jesus, what Jesus did for us, and then the Father kept giving, he kept giving by bringing the Holy Spirit, like how can we not want to do everything for him and in him? You know, and his word talks about how we are in Christ. He is in us. And, and so I, I've just that's just where I am in my walk. And I just pray that for, for everyone who's listening as well, that you ask the Father just to remain in you and, and get your strength and your, your life from him, basically. That's all I can really think of. <laughs> so it's like Jesus said in John 10, 10, I've come to give them life yeah, and, and give it abundantly. abundantly. And I've heard that word, somebody smart said that mm. the word abundantly was like a Greek word called zoe. Yeah. And it meant like, it, it, you know, the Greek had such a bigger, it was a just a bigger understanding of that word abundantly, man. Yeah. I mean, zoe would be everything. I am everything. I came to give you a real life, to yeah. give it abundantly, to have you joy, love, peace, yes. kindness, all those yes. things that, as we talked about before, fruits of the Spirit. That's what yeah. he came to give us. You Amen. Know? So many people fall short. You know, they come to Jesus and they're saved, but they miss the good stuff. Yeah. I heard this message recently about how the God has a lot of upgrades that he wants to give us, but sometimes <laughs> we choose the cheap seats. Wow. You know what I mean? And and I, I love that concept because there's so many upgrades that we have access to. And I want to be perfectly clear that in no means are, are we telling you that you're going to have money, you're going to have power. You're gonna, That is not the way God works. Now, can God bless people financially? Absolutely. He owns the hills and the cattle on them. But I think that when you when you dwell in Jesus and you realize who you are in him, those things become so meaningless to you because you desire so much to just be in his presence and have peace and have love. Um, you know, Jesus took us to the Father, right? He made a way for us to 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 go to the Father. And and I think about when the garden, back in the garden, way back when, God had this perfect plan. And, and, and sin came in, and it messed it all up. And his perfect plan, because he created us in his image, right? Mm-hmm. Like him, <laughs> 
to be to be perfect. He created us that way to not have sin, to not have anger, to not have lust, to not have envy, to not have strife, to not have jealousy, to not have any of those things. We were created to not have those things, but sin entered in. And and we tried for years and years and years through the law to get it right and we couldn't. And so he gave himself and said, I want you so much to have what I want you to have that I'm going to give of myself so that you can have it. And I and again I believe that is when his when he when the father delights in us is when we when we walk in that. When we walk in that knowledge that you know what even in the midst of strife and turmoil, I can choose something else. I can choose to not be upset. I can choose to go to the spirit and not to the flesh. And that, I believe, is when the father delights. When he looks down and says, yes, my child, that is the life I want you to have. That is the abundant life. So good. It's almost like when you see your kids getting along. When you see your kids satisfied. Yeah. Or when they're like kind and they're generous and thoughtful, you're like, yeah, that's my boy. You know, when they're being naughty, you're kind of like, that's... They're John's kids. Yeah, that's John's kids. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny because I'm in this season of going through the minor prophets Mm, in the Old Testament. I've really been digging. And I think sometimes we just gloss over them and we really miss what was happening. But the more that I spend time in the Old Testament understanding Israel and the history and going into captivity and being released and the prophets Mm. coming, and then when Jesus said all the the prophets, all the law has been summed up in me, me. So it gives me a new found appreciation. You want want to keep your walk fresh. You want to freshen up your walk, read the Old Testament and just understand what he did for you. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna read this real quick and then we'll go to your next song. This is Jesus again. In John chapter 5, verse 39. And he's talking to the Pharisees and he's talked to all these people at the time. He said, you search the scriptures because you think they give you eternal life. Mm. But the scriptures point to me. Yeah. Yet you refuse to come to me to receive this life. And I'm thinking, man, as I read the Old Testament, I'm, I'm, you see Jesus all over the New Testament. And he's kind of, uh, you know, the ribbon, the scarlet ribbon they talk about. And then so it's giving me this new I don't want to say new interest in Jesus. I'm always looking for ways to keep mm. my walk fresh. Yeah. And I think there's danger when you get complacent or stale. So I'm just camped in this new place. So it's bringing me new fun exploring who Jesus is because mm. you just say the name of Jesus yeah. and you summed up everything in the Old Testament. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is cool. And in all honesty, we can do that all the time. Like I've been spending a couple of weeks really just meditating and thinking about the Father's love. Wow. I mean, you know, just to spend time and imagining that. And, and you know, I, I heard someone say once, I love God's word, but I fell in love with the author more than I did the word. Well, that's which good. I know. Right? Like, we love the word, but it's the author of the word who, who needs to have our full heart. And the word is, is, his, is his love letter to us. But, I mean, imagine if somebody wrote you a love letter and you just spent all your time with the love letter and never got with the person who wrote it to you. Right. You know? It, I mean, it's like, hmm, that doesn't make sense. So absolutely, the word, the word, the word. We say it all the time. That is, that is your food. That is your breath. Um, but don't forget who it came from and for what purposes. The Father just desires your heart so much. And remember, in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. And Jesus was the Word. Yeah. So when you love on Jesus, it's just oh, the whole thing. There's it's no, pretty yeah, amazing. It's so good. It's so He's good. pretty amazing, isn't he? He's so amazing. Yeah, so, so this next song that I wanted to do is just um, this Word just kept coming um, because I again I delight I, I delight in you God I want to delight in you I want you to delight in me just this this wonderful 
thing. And so uh, Big Daddy Weave's song, Overwhelmed, just kept coming into my mind, coming into my mind. And I thought, you know what, I got to brush that one off and uh, and give it a whirl. And, and I was telling y'all earlier that I was coming here listening to the song and, and God had just painted this amazingly beautiful sunset. And right as the song started to play, it says, I see the works of your hands, galaxies spin in a heavenly dance. Oh God, for all that you are so overwhelming. And in that moment, the sun kind of broke through through a couple clouds and it was just like, and I know the sun is not God, I'm not, that is not where I'm going. But in those moments, you understand who he is, that he holds all of that. He holds all the galaxies in the palm of his hand. That's mm, overwhelming. That's a big God. That's overwhelming. And, and, but yet he considers us. And he hung them to point to him. Yeah. The stars, the moons, all that Everything stuff. Everything points, points to, to him. him. It's amazing. Everything does. Yeah. Let's hear it. Amen. You are the most 
glorious oh god there is no one more glorious you are glorious god you are the most glorious so i delight myself in you captivated by your beauty i'm overwhelmed God, I'll run into your arms, unashamed because of mercy. I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed by you. I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed by you. So Val, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. He's pretty amazing. He is so amazing. So, you know, I mean, we're picking up a few listeners. There's a guy in Sweden. We talked about him the other day. We, we talked did. about Ken. He's probably listening again, so yeah. thanks for tuning in. Thanks and again, And I think Sweden. somebody from New York, actually, wow. reached out, and they've right heard on. something. So if you're listening. Yeah, thanks um, for listening. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. God is nuts about you so much. It was funny, because when you came in the studio the other day, you walked in and said, Jack, Barry, Randy, I have a message for you. I'm like, oh, wow. What is it, Val? <laughs> God is crazy about you. Yeah. Me and Barry are like, dude, he really got a bum deal. <laughs> but I'm thrilled to be in his yeah. In his love. Yeah. It's pretty he captivating. Is it, it is. It is. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I wanted to share with you, I'm hoping you can grab a scripture for me out of there. Mm-hmm. This week I heard this amazing, I too have been kind of dabbling in the uh, prophets of old. Okay. And... Uh, and I was turned on to Isaiah 61. Okay. If you don't mind um, reading, and actually, do you mind if I give you my Bible to read? Yeah, I do. I like my Bible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but just... I'll read yours. Does it smell like perfume or anything? I'll read it. Well, you got, you got some notes in there for me. Mine is NLT, by the way. It's the right version? Yeah. What, what, are, what, what am I reading here? Why uh, am I reading Isaiah yours? Isaiah 61. Okay. So why can't I read mine? Well, it, it might because I just want to make sure that there's particular words that 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 it, you know I have a I have a version of the eight different versions of the Bible that I can read and it's amazing it's a parallel Bible okay. if you read them next to each other like the meaning is still the same but sometimes there's a word I know you sometimes say <coughs> you like the message version better or you like On this occasion. version better yeah mm-hmm. so not the KJV it's not my thing no nah. well if you're going to like a Shakespearean play or something maybe you could I would not knock that. anybody that loves that no because. absolutely but you know the funny thing about the King James version I think really I'm smart people better. like that version. <laughs> It, it's easier for me to understand when I have other people read it to me yeah. as opposed to me With an accent? So anyway, I'm here. What would you like me to read? Okay, um, Isaiah 61, please. Okay, the entire thing? I'll tell you when to stop. Okay. So Isaiah 61. Yes. The please. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Yeah. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim... <clears throat> Let me start over. Okay, here we go. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release the darkness mm-hmm. from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, 
to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Aliens will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations. And in their riches you will boast. Instead of their shame, my people receive a double portion instead of disgrace. They will rejoin in their inheritance. Amen. Rejoice in their inheritance. Amen. And so they will inherit a double portion of their land, and everlasting joy will be theirs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and iniquity. In my faithfulness, I will reward, reward them and make an everlasting covenant with their descendants, will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are people that the Lord has blessed. All right, so pause. Wow, you let me go for a while. Uh, well, I was trying to get your... <laughs> I was throwing stuff at you, but no. Well, I couldn't really read the paper and look at you at the same time. That's true. Sorry. Anyway. I thought maybe you had it memorized. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, Isaiah 61. Yes. Does that ring um, the beginning of that? Is that familiar to you? Um, Yeah. Do you remember hearing that somewhere else in Scripture? Is it it Jeremiah? Beginning of Jeremiah? No. Well, obviously, it's talking about Jesus. It was, yeah. So, when Jesus was in the temple... Um, this sat is, down, sat yeah, down with the scrolls. This is what he said, and he sat down with the scrolls, and this is what he said. And you know, I an understanding that I kind of came to through this was again when we go back to the that's the first covenant, right? Like the beginning, you know, the Torah, whatever. That's the law, mm-hmm. that first covenant. And then when Jesus reread this, he was establishing a new covenant. This was the beginning of the new covenant, and that just blew my mind. There was there was a word that was repeated five times, and I'll give you a hint because I circled them. Instead, instead, instead. Instead, and so I heard this message this week, and I just want to real quick share it with you because it's super cool. So this there's this guy. His name is Graham Cook, and he's this really cool British guy, and he just talks cool. So no matter what Talk he says, like he sounds he sounds cool. And he was talking about a dream that he had once, and he had this dream that Jesus was coming to him. And Jesus usually, when he would have dreams of Jesus, they were joyful and they would laugh and sing. And in this particular time, Jesus came up the hill to him, and he, clearly he was agitated. And he walked up to Graham and he said, "Give me back my stuff." And he said it with an accent. And Graham was like, what are you talking about, Jesus? He goes, give me back my stuff. You took my stuff, and I want it back. Graham's like, but Jesus, everything I have is yours. I haven't taken anything from you. He goes, give me back my stuff. Graham, you took it from me, and I want it back. And he said, I was thinking, and I was thinking, and I couldn't think, what What am I withholding from him? What am I withholding from Jesus? And he paused for a minute, and Jesus said, that anger, that bitterness, that jealousy, Hmm. I paid for it on the cross, and I want it back. And I was like, mind blown. Because again, when we think about the Father's delight and how he wants us to walk in who we are in him, it is Jesus took it all on the cross. He, God's intention for us is not to, to live in suffering and pain and agony, even in the midst of suffering and pain and agony. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm, absolutely. His desire is that we 
lean on him. And the instead part for me was this aha that, again, he gives beauty for ashes. You know, he gives um, joy um, instead of suffering. He, he gives us garments of praise. Why do instead we keep it? Of, why do we keep it? He wants it back. And so yeah, you'll notice, good. I don't know if you'll notice the ladies of Misfits, every once in a while, he, you'll hear me say, give me back my stuff. And That's typically, where they came from. if I hear someone going, picking it back up, Okay. You know what? First, you've been forgiven for it. Mm-hmm. Don't pick it back up. Mm-hmm. Or you need to forgive someone. You know, you don't get to hold on to that because Jesus took that on the cross and he wants his stuff back. You know, and That's I just good. thought that was a cool image. You know, I mean, it's a dream. It's just an image. But I love that image. The idea that there wasn't any, sh- there was no sin or shame that he didn't take on that cross. There was nothing that he didn't think of. And I think sometimes we sit in our misery and think, this is more than what God thought, or this is more than Jesus. Jesus didn't take this on the cross. This is too much. Mm -hmm. Nothing is too much for him. He took it all. He saw it all and he took it all. And so um, I really, I I just, I love that verse and I have like this new meaning out of it. And I believe it's also for a time now that's for us that we are called to to set the captives free. We are called to bring the gospel, you know? Um, So I believe that that's a teaching for us today in the church. We are rebuilding the church. It looks a little different. It's really good. Did you hear my message, Barry? I got a new message for Saturday night. <laughs> Give me back my stuff. Give me, back my stuff. Give me yeah. feel free. It's a good one. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. So you might hear me say that to you every once in a while. Give me back Can my stuff. Can you do the British accent? Give me back my stuff. Give me back my stuff. Yes. So what do you have for us? So this is a song that it's crazy because I heard this message and it blew my mind. And then the next day um, I downloaded a CD and this happened to be a song on it and it's called Garments and lo and behold it's about Isaiah 61. So you know really? God just kind of talks to me in that in that way. So I love this song um, and I think you will too. Let's hear it. I saw my ashes You saw your dream I saw an orphan You were my family I saw my frailty saw your might I saw my blindness but you were the light you give me garments of Till you call me out 
was down till you picked me up again I was wrong till you loved and made me right I was dead and you sang me back to life oh I was lost 